on those days, I feel like I connect with people more, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, you know, being vulnerable is so, so important to just connection. This is Skilled by Design, a podcast for experienced designers and product managers that want to deliberately grow their skills and become better humans in the process. I'm your host, Tommy Bay, and today I'm talking with Sharon Steed. Sharon is a keynote speaker. She's founder of Communalog, which is an empathy consultancy, and she is an empathy consultant. And today we'll be talking about communicating with empathy. Sharon, thank you so much for being here. Hi, of course. I'm so, so, so excited to talk to you today. Awesome. I've been looking forward to this for a while. So to, to get started, you focus a lot on empathy and communication. You have a course on LinkedIn that digs into communication. What led you to, to empathy as an area of focus for you? Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, like a long story and, you know, I will try to make it short, but I'm a person who stutters. And so I had sort of come to this point in my life when I was just really uncomfortable, just talking to people. And so I knew I had to overcome this fear. And so that's when I began to pursue public speaking, but um, it wasn't as a career path. It was just as a way to sort of pace this fear of talking. And I was under this impression that, you know, like I could give a couple of talks and I would be cured of my fear. And then I could go on and, you know, live my life and I would be done with being afraid. And that's, and that's not exactly what happened. And so I gave a couple of talks on just um, patience and communication. And a lot of people would come up to me after these talks and tell me that they really appreciated my message of empathy. And so after this, you know, going on for six months, I decided like, okay, I'm going to really focus on this and, you know, figure out the way that I can, you know, like turn this speech impediment and this vulnerability that I have into, you know, a learning and teaching experience for other people who are trying to be, you know, like better communicators and better collaborators. And so everything I do is really focused, you know, on that baseline of really just communicating with empathy as a way to improve, you know, so many aspects of, you know, business, as well as just people's um, personal lives. 
what a courageous way to to tackle things and an interesting journey. So I'm sure you've learned a ton through that process. How long have you been running your consultancy? I've been running the consultancy, I want to say since 2017. So wow, it's been five years. Can you believe it? <laughs> Time flies. Yeah, yeah. Five years. And just over the years, you know, it began as us speaking at conferences on, you know, just empathy as an overall umbrella topic. And it's turned into focusing on internal sort of corporate clientele where I teach individuals and teams how to better communicate with each other to create more um, inclusive spaces. We definitely need those. So when you dig into, into teaching this, how do you break it down typically? I think that with this topic, like a lot of topics like that are known as soft skills, Mm -hmm. you know, you really have to break them down into their most basic terminology, right? And so I always begin every single talk by defining these buzzwords. I always define empathy and I define inclusion and to a certain extent, I define communication. And then I compare these things to either personal experiences that I have had, like as a person who stutters, or compare it to other sort of vague concepts that everyone can relate to, right? And Mm -hmm. so then I have people can find these, you know, concepts on their own terms. I always like to, you know, like tell people and tell clients that empathy um, and inclusion is especially are going to be a little bit different for, you know, every single person, right? Like, so for, you know, you to feel like I am showing, you know, you empathy, it's going to be a little different from the things that, you know, I need from you to show me empathy. Interesting. While you were saying that, it made me think about sympathy versus mm-hmm. empathy and and kind of the spectrum. I'm thinking about some of my teammates that that I work with who are naturally really empathetic and yeah. it's easy for them to get right into the feelings of other people where I might be a little bit more like cerebral and I tend to sympathize before I empathize and mm-hmm. it's a little harder for me to like slide into the actual emotions of, of empathy. Anyway, I think it's interesting that you mentioned uh, that empathy can be different for everyone and trying to define that for yourself. That's a, sounds interesting. I do think that s- s- sympathy is more of a, you know, passive um, ex- experience where you are like, oh, 
I feel bad for that person. And then you just sort of walk away, right? Whereas empathy is an active experience and you are trying to really hit this person's perspective and then understand why, you know, they are feeling the way that they feel. And so sympathy, you know, can be the first step to truly engaging empathy. It just has to be um, an evolution. And so you really have to know how to get into the mindset of engaging empathy in order to take sympathy from like a passive thing to a more active thing. Yeah, I like that. The action part, which is really what skills are. They're the action side, things that you can do, things that you can practice and get better at. Mm. Uh, And empathy is certainly that or communicating with empathy. So, okay. I've heard you mention before three main things that you focus on. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Run us through. Uh, Yeah. So I call these, you know, like the key empathy behaviors. And so I break them down into three, you know, general buckets, right? So there's patience, perspective, connection, and the overwhelming majority of empathy behaviors um, are going to fall into, you know, these three categories. And so with patience, you know, like that's really the foundation, right? You know, you are trying to focus here on, you know, just giving the person in front of you all of your attention and as much of your energy as possible. You know, here's where you really want to listen to people. Active listening is a very popular uh, thing at the moment, you know, like here's where that happens. And I like to tell my clients that with patients, you have to turn this into a verb, right? A lot of the times when we are, you know, having conversations with people, we're talking and then we're waiting for our turn to talk again. And then we start talking again. And so with patience, you know, you want to put the focus on really hearing what this other person has to say. And here's where you um, are trying to get perspective and get context on where this person is coming from and um, why they hold the opinion that they do, right? And so here's where you want to just continue to ask questions. Try to get to the experiences that have brought this person to the opinion that they have. Chasing perspective is probably going to be the single most impactful thing that you can do in order to really engage empathy. Because, you know, the root of empathy is understanding another person. So how do you do that? You have to be genuinely curious and the more curious that you are, the more perspective that you can get. Mm. 
And then connection is where you begin to share your opinion and your experiences. I like to say that connection is the beginning because every single time you are leaving a conversation, you have laid the foundation for the next conversation. And so you always want to speak with intention, but just be very thoughtful. Think about the words that you are using and your body language and eye contact, your tone of voice. Be intentional and you will continue to form greater connections as you continue to have these very empathic approaches to conversations. Everything you're saying to me says you need to care about the person, about the conversation, and about that groundwork that you're laying for future conversations, not just with that person if you talked again, but with other conversations that you're going to have with other people. That empathy can carry through to everything that you do, potentially. Yeah, for sure. And then especially in like a team or department or company setting, every single conversation that you, you know, are going to have with a coworker is going to impact their conversations with other people on that team and in the company you can lead with empathy, you know, like by just focusing on the conversations that you are currently in. You don't have to be a manager to change, you know, your team's culture or your company's culture for the better. Every single time that you um, are having a conversation, it's going to, you know, either improve the dynamic of the entire team, or it's going to, you know, slowly deteriorate it. So, you know, you have a lot of control here. Yeah, it's empowering to hear that. I think you're right. Some people do get hung up on I'm not managing or I'm not in a leadership position, but there is so much leading that happens wherever you stand. And like you said, if you're not moving uh, in a positive direction, you are letting things deteriorate. Yeah, absolutely. That, That makes a lot of sense. So what are some of the things that, as you've consulted with people about this topic, communicating with empathy, having patience, being curious, connecting. What do people struggle with? What are the things that you're consistently helping people overcome in this area? So in my consulting practice, you know, um, I conduct a lot of workshops. How I approach them is that I like to talk about, you know, just my own like personal experiences as a person who's And I use those experiences to really get people to be more comfortable just being vulnerable. And Mm. a thing that I have seen in every single company that I've gone into, and I've worked with, you know, smaller startups of 
25 to 30 people. And then I've worked with companies that are 60,000 people. Mm-hmm. And every single time, every, every single time people are just so excited about being able to talk about these, these feelings and these situations that cause them to feel um, insecure and that cause them to feel vulnerable and how those feelings can make them, you know, think that their opinions or their use going to be beneficial to the group because it's not, you know, like a positive thing to say, or like their struggles are going to bring their group down. Right. Mm -hmm. And so a thing that, especially in 2020 and 2021, and, you know, currently in 2022, you know, that keeps coming up is this idea, you know, just people feeling more comfortable talking about their struggles and, you know, having those conversations, you know, have them feel a lot more included in what's, you know, going on in the company, right? You know, like this whole thing of transparency, be a little bit more honest about the, you know, kinds of things that we are going through. One, it's going to help our coworkers, you know, better understand us and, you know, why we are coming off the way that we are coming on, you know, they're going to be able to give us a little bit more grace and, you know, like they are going to have more patience, right. You know, because Mm -hmm. they are, you know, going to have a better understanding of where we are coming from. And then two, you know, these, um, experiences that we are having, you know, those are going to help, you know, us as individuals and then, you know, like teams as a whole create better products and experiences for their customers, right? Because it's going to give, you know, these professionals, you know, these teams more data and more perspectives on, you know, how people could potentially be interacting with their products or with their sites. And so I kind of talked around it, but a thing that I am seeing a lot is conversations around inclusion. You know, like those seem to be the most important, you know, like things that people and companies and clients have been wanting to you know, have um, activities around, have talks around. And I think that we are at a point in the world, you know, now in 2022 with, you know, the pandemic and everything that's going on with social justice, you know, there is a, a very big desire to create these, you know, more more sincerely inclusive cultures. And, you know, for me, you know, companies can do that through engaging empathy. Yeah. The transparency stuff that you mentioned really rang true to me. I had a coworker mention to me 
uh, a few days ago that that they were feeling down. And they said, if, if I seem down, there's some stuff going on. Uh, they shared, they were transparent. And it was amazing how it was so easy to be empathetic to that. And then it changed the way that, that I interacted with that person because I knew what was going on with them. And so that vulnerability and that transparency is so amazing. Also in our company throughout COVID, our upper management, our senior management, they decided to be like super transparent. And they were doing these for a while, weekly company calls with, with the whole company. And they would just talk about the struggles that they were uh, up against and wanted to hear what other people were, were dealing with. And they were proactively doing research that could help inform us. And, and it, it was amazing, amazing the difference that that made, that we could empathize with the stuff that they were dealing with. We weren't two different groups dealing with different problems. We were all the same group dealing with the same problems. Empathy is amazing that way, that it can bring us to a, a level playing field. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think it's just, it's so important for employees and, you know, just people in general to know that, you know, they aren't the only ones who are like having a really hard time. And I think that that was one of the small blessings of, you know, the, the pandemic is that all of us were struggling and it was okay to bring up like, yeah, I have been in my house for 17 days and I'm going a little crazy and like, I want to talk to somebody about it. And so, yeah, you know, the transparency piece is, you know, so invaluable to, you know, having an increased sense of belonging just on any team and, you know, within any organization. I also liked what you said earlier about how you, you typically start with vulnerability when you go in and consult with people. And you mentioned, you know, creating better experiences for our uh, users and customers. And I feel like that is probably a good takeaway for me is as I interact with my customers to be the first one to be vulnerable so that I can, so I can invite that vulnerability back and, and get to, I don't know, better information, I guess. Yeah. Even in my just career as a speaker, I have seen that just being vulnerable and, you know, just being very upfront with how challenging stuttering can be has made my talks more impactful, right? You know, yeah. I have days when I'm, you know, very fluent and then days when I'm not. And, you know, on those days when I'm not, you know, in the moment, it feels like the most terrible thing. And, you know, I get so concerned that people, you know, like just won't understand me. And I leave stage feeling like, oh, like, oh my gosh, like this was so bad. And, you know, like, I can't believe that I just got up on stage and, you know, had that difficult of a time. 
but it's, you know, those times when people come up to me and they can really, you know, understand that people like have a bad day and that it's okay to, you know, not quote unquote, do your best. Right. And so like on those days, I feel like I connect with people more, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, you know, being vulnerable is so, so important to just connection. Wow. Well, all right, Sharon, to, to wrap us up, if people are listening and they're thinking, all right, lots of good stuff about empathy, but how do I actually get better? What advice would you give to start strengthening this skill of communicating with empathy today? What can people do today? I would say that the first thing, and probably because, you know, um, I come from a communication background, I was a writer in my previous life. And so for me, the first thing that, you know, you can do is to just change how you approach conversations. Our internal monologue greatly impacts how we speak to people and, you know, our tone of voice and our body language and the words that we use. And so, you know, if you really want to be a better empath, begin with you know, approaching a conversation from a place of just openness and try to minimize, you know, the judgment, right? And so in your mind, maybe that could be like, okay, I'm going into this conversation and I know that I, you know, had problems connecting with, or, you know, like hitting, you know, good information out of this person in the past. But today, you know, I really want to focus on understanding where this person is coming from. If you can just come into conversations from the place of a curiosity, then you aren't going to hear just, you know, your opinion of what they said, you are going to hear, you know, what they truly just said. That's good advice. Well, thank you, Sharon. I appreciate you being here. Of course. And for people who want to learn more about you and your consultancy and what you're doing, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on my website, communalog.co, that's C-O-M-M-U-N-I-L-O-G-U-E.co. Can't believe I forgot how to spell my website. (laughs) (laughs) And then I also have a couple of courses that are available on LinkedIn. Uh, One is Communicating with Empathy. And then the other one is driving inclusion with empathy. And so you can also check those out as well. Sweet. All right. I'll put links in the, in the show notes. Okay. Thank you again. I appreciate it. Of course.
anytime. This was such a fun conversation. Thank you. And thanks to you listening out there for joining us. Remember to share this episode with someone who would enjoy learning about empathy. And if you have a minute, you can rate the podcast as well. Helps others to find us. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Skilled by Design.